Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, yeah, it's my fault. I did it stupid. No, it's not your fault. It's my fault. No, no. <laughs> I clicked the thing that said leave meeting. That's what happened. I am fully my taking apologies. the blame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I can it's fully the take the blame. The blame. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I do very little accountability. Let me take accountability for this one. <laughs> leave the meeting is not the right button to push. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like I, I start recording is the right button to push. And it's like, it was really funny because, uh, so I have this note taker app, right? Right, and, right, right, you told me. And I was, it's like every time I tried to move my mouse over it, it said, cancel recording. And I'm like, wait a minute, I wanted to start the recording. <laughs> so I had to go away and come back. So it's all so good. This is a glitch. Okay. Ah, who the hell knows? Just restart it. It's, it's you know, it, almost everything can be solved by just re control the lead, you know, kill, yeah, kill know. the app, start I, it again. There's nothing that can't be fixed. <laughs> uh, I mean, I truly... Oh, that's, that's, that's a good one. I should write that down. There's nothing that can't be fixed. Except, it's true. <laughs> except a bullet to the heart or to the head. Oh, yeah, that's true. Although, you know, you, you, who knows? We could have artificial hearts. Well, we're not there yet. We're not, so, we're not at the brain yet. Well... But. We're we're not we we don't know that we're there yet. Oh, we probably are. That's how. Yeah, you know, we probably are. Oh, there's tons of folks that are still alive that we thought were dead ages ago, but they've been replaced in whatever. You know, it's so true. So where you been, man? You've been like all over the place. You've been like I've uh, been uh, man. We we went when we went to Arizona. We we traveled. Mm -hmm. uh, we did. Uh, I think they told me that we did a thousand miles. After we got to Sedona. Whoa. That's so a lot get, of miles. So we go to Phoenix. We get to, uh, there's there's a long thing. Uh, don't, but do not go to San Diego Airport. It's air, it's horrible. Oh, San Diego Airport. I just flew in there the, 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 a couple of weeks ago. I'll tell you the quick story is we're going through there. We're going, we're going to Phoenix, but we're going to deplane in San, in San Diego. And get on another plane on Southwest, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. San Diego has a the way the the terminals are set up is you have to leave uh, the security area to cross the airport to get to this other terminal. Oh yeah, it's lame. Is <laughs> and when you cross the security area, you have to go back through TSA. Yeah. And when they went back through TSA, everything that was cleared in San in, in Sacramento suddenly wasn't quite cleared. Oh no! So so Rosa lost her creams oh, and shampoo no. that she oh, had no. just got, and this were probably thirty forty dollars a Oh shit! That's like. terrible because they were too big. There was too big. Uh. She said, I said, I didn't, I mean, I didn't even think about it, put it in the, in the carry-on because she had a carry-on and she could have put it there, but no, she put it in her, in our carry-on bag and they took it away from her. Oh my God. That's awful. And, uh, it's awful. And the other thing was, is she, she uses a wheelchair. So oh, no. they didn't have a wheelchair waiting for her at the gate. We barely made the flight. So, 
It's awful. But other than that, it was a pretty smooth trip. And if you've never, I, my biggest, I think the, I don't know if it's biggest surprise, but a surprising thing to encounter was Page Arizona is much bigger than I thought it was. I thought it was a little dusty hole in the wall town. No, it's not. It's, it's which town? Page, Page Arizona. Page, P A G E. Mm hmm. It's right at the top. I, I have never I mean, heard of it. Well, you you probably know it whether you knew, knew it or not. About five miles from there is um, the Antelope Canyon. So that's on one side of town. The other side of town is the Horseshoe Bend in the Colorado River. Oh, and I, cool. If you, if you and I and I so I was lucky enough to go to both of those. Um, Horseshoe Bend is a huge rock, and there's a river that just wraps around it. Oh yeah, yeah, I see it. I see You've it. You've seen map. it on, and the, the canyon I went to, Antelope. I went to Antelope Canyon X. Um, is the is the sandstone canyon that they put behind a ton of photographs where the. Oh my God! This place. Oh, yeah. that must have been so cool. It is pretty cool. It's Did you probably, climb it? Climb it. You don't get to climb it. <laughs> they don't. They won't even let you wear a fanny pack because you're. They're afraid you're going to scratch the walls. Oh, seriously. No, seriously. <laughs> no tripods. No fanny pack. The only thing you can take with you is a bottle of water and a camera. Oh my God! No really? purses. No That's purses. Awful. No nothing. None of that stuff. But I haven't really looked at my pictures yet. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm getting all the stuff set up because. Um, I think if I would do it again, I would take a photographic tour so I could use a flash. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to do some pretty heavy processing to get the details out. I'm pretty sure my camera can do it. It's just that through the, um, what do they call it? Through the lens, it's, it's shadowy. Mm. But if you want the details and the colors, I'm going to have to do some, some processing on that, which I'm probably sure. If, I can't imagine that you'd use a flash that could pull that out but you know maybe i don't know but it was well, that's an you, area if you're an active person there's plenty of stuff to do there's lake powell within five miles and uh, five yeah five or ten miles maybe not even ten miles five miles and there's horseshoe bend and there's hiking all over the place and the canyon and i had already been up to monument valley but rose hadn't and so we, it was about two hours away, and we took a trip up there. And for me, this was better than the first one because the first one there's California fires and there was smoke all over the valley. Oh, so this one's this one was pretty nice. It, it was a good trip, Chris. I had a very good time, and I, I, I kind of happily think it might be something to do is go up there whenever there's snow on the ground. Oh God, are you crazy? <laughs> no, I'm 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 that kind of weirdo. So, <laughs> speaking of, okay, now before we get into our, you, topic, are, you are you would be a kind of weirdo, but anyway, go I on. am a weirdo. <laughs> I don't mind being a weirdo. I don't know why you enjoy snow. I mean, yeah, yeah, because it's so pretty on camera. If you get the right, if you take the right kind of pictures, it's really beautiful. Well, yeah, but it's cold and wet and nasty. Oh, <laughs> here I'm like this is this is laughable. And up here, we get all this snow, 
and it's barely cold. I mean, is it's barely. I mean, it's not even twenty below thirty degrees most of the time. Really? Uh, it get. I mean, it gets down to like twenty seven or twenty eight. My sister and I were laughing at that. Yeah, I was telling about it yesterday. I said it only gets around twenty seven, twenty eight. You know, may if it gets to twenty six, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. It, now, I mean, we live in Texas where it gets below zero. <laughs> it does, wait. or it did? Yes, no I've been I've been below zero twice in my. What the hell life. is wrong with Texas, man? What's I thought it was supposed to be warm. I thought it was in the south. <laughs> you know, I I the what I found this like two or three months ago. I may not explain it exactly right, but you know the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. They're to the side. They're they're to the west side of Texas, and it's like a funnel. It comes straight down to Texas from the Arctic. And that's why we get, we get real, I mean, it gets really cold. And then it kind of goes from there across the rest of the states. But it the first blast is coming down through Texas and then it moves over. But it's just on the west side where you, where you guys were. Uh, you know. It, Texas is so huge. Texas, it has so many different um so many different weather patterns, right? Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, Texas is is this the kind of a strange thing is it will skip the snow and ice and all that kind of stuff would skip over us and hit Austin and, and San Antonio, mm. which is about two two hundred maybe two fifty southeast. It would <laughs> just skip over, you know. At some and sometimes it hit Dallas and not hit. Austin. It was, it's just a weird, it's just a pocket. That is weird. So, yeah. So, but before we get into it, Rose wants me to ask you, um, what's it, it? Would Saturday be all right for a visit? Saturday. Not this one, a Saturday. <laughs> I guess it depends on the Saturday, but yeah, yeah, should be fine. What are you thinking? Uh, okay. So, I'm thinking, I'm still thinking before, either before or right after memorial day okay yeah i'm pretty I'm, sure I, i'm pretty sure i'm open would you be willing to go with an old buddy to uh somebody when well right around that time it, it depends on the day maybe the second okay. weekend uh like the 10th the weekend of the 10th maybe I, i'm yeah i think that'd be fine can you do I'm, that i'm thinking with the water flow coming out of the out of that overflow all, all that snow this is going to be like a banner year oh shit yeah waterfall. i see i love waterfalls and and going there would be something so it was something that maybe we not we don't meet up and we just go to Yosemite instead. I'm trying to find somebody to go with me. Rose doesn't want to go. And I, do, and I do want to go. So I'm asking. Why wouldn't she want to go to Yosemite? Because she went with me once and that was enough. This is like my, <laughs> this is like my fourth time and that's not enough. <laughs> this time I'm like, I may have to, I may have to really work on my stamina so I can go on the hiking. There's one hiking trail that I've not done. There's a lot of them I haven't done, but there's one hiking trail that I would like to do is the Nevada Vernal Mist Falls. Uh, Mist, I think you call it Mist Trail. You can go around. There's a John Muir Trail, which would probably be the one because the way I read it, the Mist Trail, you need to be pretty experienced in hiking, and I am certainly not that way. 
Um, it doesn't say I'm that good. that's uh, much of it. It's what the Vernal Fall footbridge. Vernal, Vernal, yeah, it's a, or oh, Vernal a Fall <clears throat> in the Nevada Fall Falls. trails. It's, right. Right, and it's called the John Muir. John oh my God! Trail it goes something. to six thousand feet. Can you do that? I just got back from Phoenix. <laughs> we were at six thousand feet the entire time. At, a, amount well, of water to bring at three quarters, <laughs> three quarts. <laughs> wow! I'll put, on, I'll put on my Camelback. The mist trail I'll... goes to the top of Nevada Fall. Yeah, it's six thousand square feet. Six thousand square feet. Six thousand feet. Wow! Railings, uh, headlamp. Headlamp. Headlamps. How many hours does it take to, to, to hike this thing? I wouldn't think very much. I, I find the way I read it was a day trip. Then so, why are they saying you have to? Oh, uh, it doesn't say how long the trail is. Where is it? No, uh, it's a couple miles. Uh, anyway, oh, the top of Nevada Fall is 5.4 miles round, round trip. trip. Oh, that's not bad. Top of Vernal Fall is 2.4 miles. And the footbridge is 1.6 miles. So yeah. five miles. I could do five miles. I've done I've done more than five miles. But this is going to be a, a, a uphill. Almost entirely uphill. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I gotta work on my stamina. I will I will tell you, I was a little bit surprised that I didn't pass out walking up and down those hills because the canyon I'm talking uh, Canyon X mm -hmm. is got hundred and fifty steps going down to it. Holy crap. Yeah. And and I was I actually was really lucky. I don't, I don't want to say it that way, but I was fortunate, I guess, is the lady, one of the ladies that was with us was having a hard time getting up mm. or, or making it. So they put her in the in the four wheeler and drove her up the hill. And I'm like, I'm so glad I was with her because <laughs> I would have been. 25 step. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know, that kind of thing. So I've got to work on this. Wow. Um, so keep that in mind, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. I'm just kind of letting you think about it and see if you're interested or not. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally interested. You just have to figure out figure out the day. That, that's all. I wouldn't want to go too far past Flag Day in June, mm -hmm. which is the 14th. Well, um, I can't. I, I can't do that. I'm probably. I may or may not be going to Toronto at the end okay. of June. So, well, yeah, okay, I understand that. Um, and I don't mind going in the middle of the week. I don't have to do the weekends, which would be, you know, one way to control the crowds is don't go on the weekends. Yeah. I've learned my lesson that if you go, if you're going to stuff like this, if you don't go on like the major holiday weekends or any weekend that the crowds during the week are not nearly as bad as the weekend crowds. Oh, really? And the weekend crowds on Memorial Day are unbelievable. Mm. So it's it's right before the, the vacation stuff. But I, this is another thing I thought <clears throat> in Page. There were bunches of people there. I was like, I thought nobody really knew about this place like you. <laughs> they didn't know about this place. No. There were international people there. Really? Oh, huh. yeah. We, when we were watching uh, Horseshoe Bend, there were like many different languages that were going on. The signs Spanish would you expect. There's German and, and sounded like Polish or something like that. Oh, wow. So cool. I didn't see a whole lot of Asian people, but I saw so a whole bunch of European type people. 
European European folks. <laughs> yep, English, Danish, or uh, I think she said, pardon me, she, she said Sweden, and she had that beautiful blonde hair. So I kept, I, I, had, I kept trying to get it whenever the wind was blowing it behind her. Yeah, and it was it, it just I I wasn't very good with the camera. You didn't get one. you didn't get a good picture. I I got a. <laughs> I had I I looked at it and I said that's not what I was trying to picture so I doubt I'll ever show it. Ah, uh, too bad. A nice Swedish blonde. <laughs> anyway, okay, so now we've done that. Just keep it in the back of your mind. We'll talk about it again next week. Yeah, um, sounds good. Uh, uh it'll probably be an overnight trip. Yeah, but I'm a traveler now, so you know. Oh, you're a traveler I, now. You have become. You have. You have become a traveler. You've not you've only converted. that, I'm a traveling cook. <laughs> oh, really? How yes, did you manage I, that? <laughs> well, I'm a I'm a pretty good cook here, but on the road without my stuff, I still cooked. It yeah. was okay. Nobody it was died. okay. Just okay. Come on, you couldn't just be okay. It must have been better uh, than okay. Well, for me, it was okay. For them, they 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 didn't have to cook. They loved it. <laughs> so, we need to ask the their cook. favorite like, their favorite part. <laughs> Yeah, we cooked. Uh, we cooked uh, hamburgers, and we had uh, steak for breakfast. Steak for breakfast. I, I love yeah. it. I nice. It, it was the food was pretty good. I gained five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you never go on a get on a scale after you after you go, oh, no, go on one of those I things. Have, Come I on, man. To, you know. I, the the pooch was out there. It was a noticeable pooch. So I'm like, okay, let me see what I'm what I did to myself. <laughs> and so I, I've got a. It shouldn't take very long to get rid of five pounds, but it it will take a little bit. <laughs> anyway, um. So that's being said, I burned oh twenty minutes of the first of the show. Wow. <laughs> well, we had to find out where you were going. I mean, I didn't know what to do with your word around. Of it. Like, I, I just like. What did you do while I wasn't around? Oh, Neil, nothing. <laughs> just my normal you thing. You weren't fiddling around actually, with AI? Come I did. On. Well, yeah, I did actually. I farted around with a lot. And um, yes, I've, I've got a new venture. You it's do? Called, Good. It's called, it's called Polyscope Media. Uh -huh. And it's, what it's all about is uh, using digital centaurs to create content sites. And it's basically, well, you know what a digital centaur is, right? It's just no, a human, I'm and have to go and look that one up. human and AI working together ah. to, to uh, build things. And I had a couple of sites. Remember I told you about Manly Mail? And right. uh, I have another site called Helpful Hints for Living, uh -huh. which I've had a really, really long time and I haven't really done anything with. And I thought, well, I'm going to test, I'm going to experiment here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have I'm going to create AI. I'm going to create a whole bunch of content for these sites, and I'm going to populate it with AI content, which I read too. So we work on it together, and and see what happens, right? So I'm I've got my first two sites done, and I'm working on an AI news site right now to see to see how that would how that would operate. But yeah, it's basically a um, and I it, I don't I haven't decided if it's going to be like a service that we sell to other people. You know, like, like, hey, if you want you want a blog or you want a content for your site, you know, it'll cost you X amount per month, and we'll just fill the thing with with content. Right. Right. And that's the that's I, I'm still trying to figure out what the what the business model is, but got the website, got the domain name, got all that stuff set up. 
Well, so. it's not just the content, it's the marketing too. Yeah, yeah. So that's the other piece I mean, you have to figure out it, the, is how the uh, marketing is going to work. Because once you build the content, it's great, but you need you need to be able to promote it. You need to be right. able to get people to watch, look at it. You know, you need to be able to get around the the Google uh, uh, bots. SEO. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a lot of additional effort required for this. But uh, I just thought I'd start. I just thought I'd start it because it, it's kind of inspired me as like, well, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm working on is basically uh, exploring that kind of um, merging of you know human and AI content creation. So right? I guess I would I would already be there. I just hadn't created the con. I've, I've found the stuff. I just hadn't done the the work to create the content. Yeah. Because I honestly I'm not smart enough to do that. All the time. <laughs> um, well, um, I still haven't figured out how to do the, and, and basically what I want to do is I want it to be omni-media. So um, right now I have those two blogs, right? And they have a, each have a Twitter feed and they have a Facebook page. And whenever uh, a new blog post goes up, they go onto the Twitter feed and the Facebook mm -hmm. page. But to really be omni-media, it has to also be a podcast and a video, right? It has to be a podcast and a video channel. So now I'm exploring, and you've probably already gone down this path, so maybe I can ask you. I'm exploring what we can, what kind of tools we can use to actually convert these blog posts into, into podcasts and, and videos, right? Okay, so, so, so you're giving me a task. A couple, there's a couple of things. Did you watch the video I, I sent to you on yeah. Telegram? Yeah, yeah. About the, the girl, and she was talking about the voice recognition, or not voice recognition, uh, voice generation. Uh, I'm starting to see quite a few of those on YouTube. Oh, it's everywhere. Uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, they're noticeable to me. Uh, and meaning that I'm paying attention. Sometimes, you know, I say, okay, they're using the old tools, but there's some of them that you can tell uh, the way they read it. You can tell it's AI voice. Yeah, exactly. I'm paying attention to that more. Yeah. Um, and but, I've been I've been looking for ones that actually have that ha to try to try and look for something that sounds a little bit less AI like. Mm -hmm. Have you tried Revoicer? Have you have you heard Re no, I, Revoicer? No, and I do need to do that. So yeah, Revoicer is uh, unfortunately it's you have to pay for it. So but well, you can listen. Of course, you can, you're going to have to pay for some of this stuff. Well, you can listen to the voices. They're, voice, they're you sitting can on their ass and letting. <laughs> Go ahead. You can listen to the voices to decide whether or not you can use it. Like you can't have it speak to you in something specific. Right. But you can have it play some voices for you and you can listen to it and you can go, oh, yeah, this sounds interesting. I, I, can, yeah. I think I can use them. And they do have they say they have 11 voices that do project emotion. And if you if you go there, it depends. And, and people are complaining, oh, it still sounds like a still sounds like a machine. And it goes, mm -hmm. well, it just depends on what you say. Right. So if you're trying to say something with some emotion, then it will try and detect what you're trying to say and say it in an emotional way. So they've got this voice, they've got a female voice, Kayla, and a male voice, Axel. And you can say, you know, show me this, uh, play the friendly clip or play the hopeful clip and play the unfriendly clip and the angry clip. And you can actually hear the characters get angry and stuff like that. So, so let me ask you a question about that. Are you, are you giving them a script or are you just telling them to talk about this topic? Oh, no, 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 we're giving them a script. Okay. In, fact, in fact, what I'm doing is that I'm filling out the blog post. So if you go to manlymail.com or a hello or hello, I mean, hello, helpful, helpful hints for living. 
Wait. There'll there'll be blog posts. Like for example, today's was eleven creative ways to stay connected with loved loved ones despite the distance. And that's uh, the mailing this, mail. No, no, no. That's the uh, uh, helpful hints for living. So that, okay. And so, so you, here's what I was going to say: helpful hints for living. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Go so ahead. Go. It okay. It go creates, ahead. It creates the blog post. This one is from Bard. So I tried Bard on this one, and then. I, I'm, I'm what I want to do is I'm going to take this text and I want that it to convert it into a podcast. Okay. So the text has already been created. So Bard creates the text, the text goes into the blog post, and then the blog post generates a podcast. What the they, hell is this? <laughs> 13 easy hacks to reduce your carbon footprint. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I also asked it for uh suggested headlines that would resonate with yes this is why it's not politically aligned with what we you know our political alignment <laughs> <laughs> you're playing to the masses yeah. yeah exactly exactly and look at that strange ass video uh, image. yeah i mean where did you get that old hippie guy did you see the uh uh perks of owning a pod coffee maker check out that image that's 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 a really bizarre image that uh, Leonardo created, Leonardo.ai. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm starting to recognize. Where is that? Seven perks of owning a pod coffee maker. It's on uh, May 11th. May 11th. <laughs> Are you on the website? Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's not even good. Isn't that, isn't that like crazy? Look at the eyeballs on the... <laughs> It's not so much them; it's the it's the liquid coming coming out of the coffee cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, um, going back to your help helpful uh, your your tips for what do you let's helpful see, hints for, helpful hints helpful for hints for living. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know about LPT on Reddit. LPT. Life no. Pro Tips. Yes. Yes. Yes, I have heard of them. You, yeah. sh you should you should abstract some of those and oh, regurgitate absolutely, them. absolutely. And who's the other one? Lifehacker used to be that way, which is why I used to I used to read Lifehacker all the time. Yeah, I mean that was one of my daily blogs because they had so many good tips that maybe I wouldn't use that within a week or two, but it went in the back. Of no, my this mind. is and exactly also, this is perfect. This is perfect. Because basically, I just go in here and I'll grab the headline and say, you know, write, because I've already primed it. So you know how uh, ChatGPT works, right? You go in and I've created a, I've created a chat right. for uh, helpful hits for living. So I've already primed it with some information. Now, all I have to do is say, please write an 800-word blog post draft on, and then this title. And what I could do is I can just grab the title from Life Pro Tips and and slap it in there, it's gonna generate a brand new uh, post. And then I just use that. Yep. And then I use yep. part of that. Well, I, I haven't actually, done that far. Uh, and then you I ask have... it to create a prompt for an image. So it creates the prompt for the image too. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that, that'd be good. <laughs> it actually does a really, really good job of creating prompts for images. Mm. And if you go to Manly Mail, I can show you that basically I asked for can you describe, um, so what I did was like, it's gonna be written by, uh, so 
for Manly Mail, it was really funny because I every time I, as soon as I tried to do something like conservative, it would like kick back at me. Like I said, you know, can you write an article on the importance of finding a traditional wife? And it's like, oh no, I can't do that. Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, let's create a character that was from the that's from the 50s, and he's a reporter. It's like, give me a name for the character. So it gave me a bunch of names. So it created I created a character called Bill Baker. He's mm -hmm. a a reporter for a newspaper in the 50s, right? right? And I said, okay, from now on, I want you to write. Look, give us the name. Like. What's the name of the newspaper? So he gave the we 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 gave we brainstormed names of newspapers. So I was like, from now on, I want you when I ask you for a, an article, I want you to write it in the tone of Bill from that time period, blah 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 blah. So it's like I've created a little encapsulation of a character that lives in the fifties, right? And then I just ask it stuff that would be common in the fifties, and it generates these blog posts. <laughs> And then what I did is like, I did, can you, also, can you also create a prompt for what this guy might look like? And if you go to the one that's, I don't know if you're at the website now, but if you I go am. to importance of a clean cut appearance for men. Yep, that guy. That's him. That's Bill Baker. Hello, Bill. Bill Baker. By Bill Ace Baker. Ace. That's his, Ace. That's his nickname. <laughs> so how long are you going to go before you just cut the bill out and just call him Ace? <laughs> Well, on uh, his Twitter feed, he does that. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you, you're actually getting comments. Oh, those comments are fake, too. Isn't this great? I found an AI commenter bot. <laughs> it's does beautiful. Does it automatically generate Twitter Twitter it, posts from the from the thing? Not yet, but I'm working on that. See, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm biting. I'm chewing into this a, a little bit at a time. It's like I found an AI commenter bot. That works with ChatGPT, right? So you just say, uh, it like you tell it how many comments you want to make, or you t you give it a generic amount of comments, and it'll go ahead and create fake users, create fake comments based on fake stuff. Like it'll read the blog post, and then it'll feed it into ChatGPT, saying, "Can you comment on this blog post and generate a comment?" Isn't that great? So have you? So have you? So I went in. I, what I've done is gone in. It's okay. I want. I want. I, I'm. I got. I need to write this. I, I'm not writing. I don't write. I don't write hardly anything anymore after I've learned how to kind of do this. Right. I went in for the Verbo um, uh, comment about the house that we rented. Yeah. I started with that, and then I went uh, with a little humor, and then I, I didn't like that one, so I said a sarcastic one. Mm -hmm. and then what was i think i did four of them and that last one was that was me i went <laughs> yep that's that's kind of way i that's the way i think maybe not how i write but it's how i think yeah and yeah. i went yep that's what i'm going to do yeah um um so what i was what i was thinking is you got to start with, there's so many normies on this one yeah so many normies and you need you need to think like an earlier, the earlier, earlier doctor. You're like the leading edge. I mm -hmm. know you probably you don't think you are, but I didn't think I was either for a long time. But you know they used to use the bleeding edge of AI and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and for a while, I kind of kind of took that to heart and really sought it out. Um, 
and maybe you can do something like one and done, you know, one seminar and you're, you know, you do it like a, not a seminar or a course. Yeah. A course. Cause I will go in there and tell it. Um, remember my question thing that I'm, mm-hmm. I've been working on. I'll tell it. Yeah. I need a question thing about this and I need a syllabus. It's a eight week long course and it will give me each segment. And then what I haven't done is go in and write the script. Right. Have it do a script for each each one for about 45 minutes, I think. Yeah. And, but you can go in with the tone, you know, you can go in there and tell it what the audience is for and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. So oh, yeah, it's great. I, I, I got to do some work around here. And then obviously I'm trying to get people to go to Yosemite with me. Um, is, i'll go is, i'll be there okay you'll be there I'll okay be there well of uh, course we'll, we'll 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 have to work out the coordination points but anyway um kind of look at your calendar because um sometime in the middle of the week maybe um maybe uh, we go and do like go on monday and do our show on tuesday from yosemite and spend a couple of days and then come on Yes, I will let let me look at my calendar and see what I can okay. do. But yeah, we're it's, definitely gonna do that. But okay, so so do you have do you have answers for me on that or no? On answer on for you on what? Converting things to to audio. Ask me that again. You broke up just a little bit. So do you do you have tools that will convert blog posts to audio? I I I have started let me, I, I don't, in the top of my mind, I do okay. think you need to find the voice and then they write the blog. Well, you're Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's very important, especially if it's Manly Mail. Uh, I want to make sure that it's the right kind of voice because I've tried, okay. I've tried a couple of others. I mean, Helpful Hints is probably going to be a female voice, right? Probably like yoga, yoga instructor type voice. But for Manly Mail, it's definitely going to be like a Oh, you mean know, character names. Yeah. Philip Marlowe. <laughs> Philip Marlowe. <laughs> Or um, let's see, Charlton Heston, like do, do it like a voice of Charlton Heston or yeah. Philip Marlowe. Yeah. Or I don't want to do John Wayne, that's too recognizable. Yeah. Um, Richard Woodmark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Joel McRae. Um. If you're, you can go, I, Clark Gable. I don't know if that'd be recognized for most people. It wouldn't. Mm. So that might might be. But he's such a. If you do it in a tone of, of, so you need to know: is he a hard bitten reporter like like uh, Philip Marlowe? What's the other guy I'm trying to think of? Yes, he's Sa- he's just Sam like this. Spade. Yeah, now that yeah. would now that's more likely going to be kind of like Bar. Um, uh, Bogart, yeah, but is he hard bitten, or is he kind of a uh, average average guy kind of thing? Um, well, I've already come up with this. I already have his girlfriend, by the way. Mm. <laughs> He's already got a girlfriend. He's already courting somebody. Uh, her name's uh, I think her name's Sally Johnson or something like that. I gotta look at my uh, look at my notes. I love the way ChatGPT just maintains your notes like forever, right? Because I, I I have a, a whole thing for Manly Mail. I said, oh, can you give me some hashtags? Can you create the characters? Like here goes, um, 
so here's the so Bill Baker. Here's like, can you can you write a prompt for an AI-based graphic engine to create a portrait of Bill? Right? And then it actually spits out this prompt, really nice long prompt. And and uh create a portrait of Bill Baker, traditional hardboiled reporter from the 50s, mid-30s, strong strong square jaw, piercing blue eyes, neatly combed brown hair, five o'clock shadow, blah, blah, blah. So I pasted this into Leonardo, and that's exactly what came back. Bam. So, are you going to put him in context? Or like, so here's Bill. Uh, here's Bill Baker going on a date with Sally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sal, sorry, okay. Sandy. Sandy, I changed your name. Sandy. To Sandy. Okay. So I have. Please create a portrait of Sandy Thomas, mid twenties woman living in the fifties. She's a college educated woman, industry defined by husband and traditional values. She has brown hair, fifties bob, bright blue eyes, warm smile. Style is classic and feminine. Often wearing skirts and dresses with pearls of other jewelry. Intelligent, kind, driven, strong sense of self, desire to find someone who shares her values. Please create a port that it captures her beauty, grace, and strength. And uh, I'm going to introduce her later on. In the, okay, so here's, <laughs> I was watching this yet. So the woman you want to, let's see, there's two or three of them I'm going to throw at you. Okay. The sexy, the sexy one would be Gloria Graham. Mm-hmm. The home, like the homegirl woman would be Ruth Roman. Mm-hmm. And let's see. There's two. So there's two. I'm thinking the femme fatale mm -hmm, type mm -hmm. is Elizabeth Scott and Veronica Lake. Just tell, just see what comes out with okay. that in there. So Gloria Graham, uh, Ruth Roman, Elizabeth Scott, and um, Veronica Lake, mm. and see what she looks like because they're. Veronica Lake was, um, have you seen L.A. Confidential with, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, I think so. That was a while. Uh, it, it was over 20 years ago now, yeah. I think. It, it got Kim Bessinger her Academy Award. Oh, wow. That sounds um, familiar. I think I may have seen it, yeah. It's the one where the it's a peekaboo, and what happens, they comb their hair over one eye, and there's a wave over their eye. Mm. You know the one? It, that was Veronica Lake. Oh, ah. man, I just thought of what's her other. Hang on a minute. There's one that was from Huntsville, Alabama. I'm trying to think what her name is. She was. Oh, that was your old stomping grounds, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, my old stomping ground. I've got to think what her name is. She was, a, she was a, more of a Broadway star, but she made a couple of movies in the 40s. Hmm. The other thing I thought about is may, maybe you make her a, like a, a, a college-educated girl there wasn't that many college-educated girls back in the 50s. Well, it told me to make her a college-educated girl. So ah. that's what I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> the bias is coming out. I know. The, the bias is horrible. Have you seen, like, uh, Jordan Peterson's, like, on a tear when it comes to bias in uh, in AI? It's hilarious. I, He's no, just, like, I haven't really... He's, really, he's like, going all out on how awful it is. And I'm like, of course it's awful, but you can get around it. You can actually if get, you can you totally gotta, get around You got to be creative about it, just like you did with this guy. So yeah. I would tell it, um, I would ask it, you know, like relationship stuff. Could you uh, shame somebody? Oh my God, no, we can't do that. No, it's I, like, that's why I'm saying it's it's set in the 50s. So I said, you know, well, instead I know, of, I'm not I'm, doing I this, I'm writing, use... I'm writing a, Bill Baker is a, is he is a reporter for this newspaper and his column is all about you know 
gentleman, being a gentleman, being a gentleman, right? So everything that he's writing has has fits in that vein, right? But it's supposed to be set in the 50s. So it's perfectly normal for the 50s, all this stuff. So like once I say it's set in the 50s and it's perfect and it's normal and it understands it's like a fiction, it thinks it's a fiction, mm-hmm. then it'll go ahead and say whatever, say the real oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So, and I, I told you how you I discovered this, right? You have to tell it that right? you're going an avatar. Yeah, because you have to tell it, you know, you have to tell it, I'm doing this, like, this is not real, this is a fiction. Character study blah, blah, blah. or something yeah, like exactly, that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then once you tell it that, then it'll go, oh, okay. It goes around the safeguards. Yeah, it's exactly. And there's yeah. lots of ways of going around the safeguards. But this was, I just thought, oh, okay, well, this will actually fit in perfectly with what I'm trying to do. Because if you're trying to bring back traditional values, right, you talk about, you know what the times were like in that in that time period so it's working so far okay <laughs> um, like i said i'm just nibbling the, my way through it because now now that i have the blog so the blog's created i've created posts i've created comments i've created images now all i need to do is is get the twitter feed going and then the alternative media for it as well so i want to try and work all the way through to the end with one and then just take that model and 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 replicate it and well first document it fully end to end right and then then replicate it for sub for new new kinds of content so what i would say is one and done mm-hmm. That's what do you mean one and done one class by the by the end of this class this is what you're going to have right blah 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 yeah yeah, yeah 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 roadmap. yeah and then you know and then you will i mean and that that ought to be hmm. so you probably need to do something like clickbait. Make some clickbait for me. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's not what I what do they call it? Not clickbait. Um, you can ask it for clickbait if you want clickbait. <laughs> yeah, no, what I'm thinking of is uh, the free stuff that you give away to, you know, it's the incentive. I'm going to give you oh, this. Oh, 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 uh, it's a um, uh, lead magnet. That's lead it. Magnet. Lead yeah. magnet. Yeah. 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 Just create the lead magnet. There's like five or six of them and say, you know, throw it out to different audiences and off you go. Yeah. I, I'm going to be late. I'm, I, this is going to, this is like the lazy man. The only thing I'm thinking is you and I are going to have to actually plan to go out into the wild. <laughs> While we're going, we'll end up in the hot in the room doing this stuff all for the whole time we're there. <laughs> I'm, I don't well, that's know why we have you. to do it on the trail. We have well, to do it well, on the trail. How are you going to do that while we're walking around? Well, I, I've there got ain't a, no, wi- a there ain't no Wi-Fi recorder. out there unless you got an I, I doubt your eyes don't even work. I have a portable recorder. We'll record uh, it. We'll record everything and then just just feed it back in and have yeah, it listen. Yeah, here we are. We're sitting at Glacier Point in Yosemite. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Bill Baker is joining us. Oh, yeah. Hey. Bill Baker's over here. <laughs> hey, you Bill. Know, we're going through the portal. Uh, if you didn't know this, there's a portal in Glacier Point. Good, good to see Yosemite. you, Bill. And we're going to visit our friend Bill Baker that we found. Blah, blah, blah. This is where your science fiction stuff can come in to yeah, make exactly. it fun. We just we come across Bill. Did you ever did you ever read Callahan Saloon? Uh, by Spider Robinson. I, I actually have one. I, I, I'm I've just started reading that. Really, the <laughs> the series is fun. It yeah. is fun. Yeah. 
Well, he's Canadian, you know years, that guy. It was, he's Canadian like, too. Is he? Oh, yeah, you didn't know that? <laughs> no. Is he? Is he still married to what's her name? I believe so. I She's believe also, so. Uh, Kim, isn't it? Kim, Kim Robinson, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. He he's fun. That would that would you should give him you should give him like a in the vein of uh, oh this would be fun too. You could play with. In the vein of Piers Anthony and the Zants in the in the Zant series, I think that's right. Oh yeah, Where the puns are just oh yeah, rolling, it's a little too punny for out. me. I found it a little too punny. <laughs> yeah, it, but that's that helps your your pun abilities. Yes, it is punny, but you, the more you feed your mind, the more your mind starts thinking of it that way. Right. But it was it was a good good. Uh, what do I want to say? Training ground, I guess, to think uh, non non literal. Yeah, I guess what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely it, the way to go. It, it it definitely did some stuff. That would be a good. So <laughs> well, we have talked. So we're all excited about all this stuff. We got it. But are we, we haven't talked talk about anything that you sent me to read. <laughs> no, not at all. No, let's talk okay. about what about what's happening with uh, with politics. Some is is there anything? Have you been? Watching anything on that? I, I've been keeping up with the, the thing that dropped is the Durham report. Yeah, I mean, finally, after finally, all after these years. years. And... and it's just a report. So now it, now it comes up, and I'm, I'm going to give a couple of fun. It comes up, who's got the who's got the gravitas to go after this thing yeah. and dog it down? He had the gravitas to do the report, yeah. which is what, that's all he really did is, to highlight what was going on. Somebody's got to pick it up and take it to court. And no, uh, who's going to do that? Can can anybody do that? Any, uh, I think I think anybody can do it. There's different ways you can do it. Like you could do it as a as a citizen journalist mm-hmm. and just dog it. What's her name? I'm trying to think of her name. You know Tracy Beans? Mm, no. Tracy Beans. B E A N Z. She's been doing podcasts for well over four years, hmm. and she's kind of a citizen journalist. Um, the other one I think I've told you about is his name is George Webb. He's on Telegram. Oh yeah, I don't know if she is he, or he's not. Very, he uh, he's very even that guy, right? He's uh, yeah, he's 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 an actual reporter, right? As opposed to these journalists, quote unquote. <laughs> he's and I think the other one that uh, what's it called? I think it's undercover journalist or something like that. He's he's on the ground. He does like a bit of vodcast. Mm-hmm. He'll go out and um, back in back whenever they were doing the inauguration in 2020 or 2021. He was on the ground and showing the fence in D.C. and the army and and you know the military and they're turning their backs on Biden when he drives by and all. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it was wild. Mm. I haven't watched this. His name is Richard, I think. Citizen, <laughs> maybe it's Richard, citizen journalist or something. I need to hook you up with that. Um, um, but I think the biggest thing out there right now is probably going to be the Durham report, probably for a couple of weeks. And, and we'll see. I, what I would think is somebody's going to die here pretty quick to cover. Oh, that. really? I. I, you know, there, there's speculation that Carter's already dead. They're just holding him on, keeping them on ice. So oh, man. They can, 
they can block clog up the news cycles for a week or two. Oh man. So we forget about it. You know how we already forget about everything. Except the Las Vegas shooting, which I still follow, and that's no nearly four years ago, probably more than four years ago now. Hmm. Um so the, the corruption the, the corruption is palpable and I you've got the thing that um the firing of Tucker Carlson by Fox was wrapped up in the communion. Yeah, uh, I heard about that. I heard yeah. about that. The they my guess is while it was seven hundred and fifty million, we're gonna offset that if you will get rid of this guy. I'm mm. I, I'm waiting for that to come out because I don't think that I don't think Fox is gonna pay seven hundred fifty dollars million dollars. You don't for, think so? It it just didn't make any sense. They they didn't really go to court. They settled. Yeah. How do you come up with a number for settling? So the thing mm. was, it's, it's like a, um, I guess there'd be a quid pro quo. Is we're gonna let you have this, keep the seven hundred fifty million dollars, but you got to get rid of Tucker because he's cost, he's costing us seven hundred fifty million dollars. No, it's gonna cost Fox more than seven fifty. Oh yeah, it's gonna cost. <laughs> But my guess is that was like the, the most dumbass move. But if you think about it, I mean, that's where the the network was going anyway. I mean, yeah. I, the 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 Tucker removal was in the cards. The only question was when. Yeah. Right. And, and this precipitated the funniest, it. The funniest thing about this is they did basically to him what they did to Bill O'Reilly. Mm. Now Bill O'Reilly's not as big as he was, but he still he took. He, he probably took all his people with him. His hardcore fans followed him. I'm, I like Tucker, but I I never really watched him that much. Right. Uh, I'd watch him, what, he was on Crossfire? Yeah, I didn't watch him that much either. Uh, I mean, I liked what? him but because of his um, his manners. He I mean, he, he was so good at deflecting and not criticism. He was... De- Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 and I, some of that I copied. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a jackass. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm often a jackass. And you just take the criticism, and and accept it, and go on. And that's what he did. And I, I, I admired that. Um, anybody else? But I mean, you kind of see this happening with Bill O'Reilly. You saw it happen with uh, Megan Kelly. They they take them and put them in lesser like highly visible things. They don't do as well there because it's really hard to move audiences around. It's like if you ever been out on when you're a kid or younger, maybe not a kid, when you go out on Saturday night and you go into the bar and you're having a great time and somebody says, "Hey, let's go to Midnight Cowboy," and yeah. you're at Grand Central Station, you go and you lose about half the crowd when you get there. It's just it's just a natural thing moving. Yeah, moving anything, moving off, anything, right? any anywhere, even like a few doors down. It's like the same with businesses, right? If you move a even if you move a business a few doors down, right? It's like they'll lose business, even though they're, they're or, it's right. Or it's right there. They'll, they'll lose business. They'll lose. They'll lose their what they used to call them uh, regulars, regular customers. Yeah, they will lose them, but they will pick up. People who wouldn't walk 20 feet to go to the old business. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. 
Yeah. And I think well, you and I've it, talked about this before is um, not codependence. What is it? Co. Um, it's a game theory thing. It's co. Oh, shoot. I read the book too. I read the book too long ago. Co something. Co. Co cooperation. No. Cooperation. Co-op co <laughs> No, cooperation. Co yeah. Have you read that one? Uh, no, that's a book? Yeah. I've heard the term, but I didn't know it was a book. It's a book. There's there's a Yale, a Yale and a Harvard economist, I think they both are. And they're applying this is this is they go in there and explain why it is that um when one restaurant gets successful, a lot of different restaurants move in that area. Mm. And and what I remember, I'm not going to say this is what they say, but what I remember in my own little head is that, okay, you're taking the family out and the way families are nowadays. Oh, I don't want Colonel Sanders. Yeah. But you got a taco. Well, I've got a Taco Bell right now. I can get you a Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And then you got the third kid. Well, I don't like Taco Bell and Colonel Sanders. I want Burger King. Yeah. You know, and they're all with, if they're all within driving distance, you're more likely to get a sale for each one. It doesn't help each business, but it helps in total to keep your customer base corralled. Well, that's that like the, uh, um, the theory that, you know, like some, somebody like McDonald's spends a lot of money. Uh, doing all the research doing all the research to put a restaurant in location a which means that location a is probably good so burger mm -hmm. king wendy's and all the other burger joints <laughs> jack in the box they all open up around there because they know that mcdonald's threw a whole bunch of money into determining that this place was a good place for a restaurant well so, they, they do that too but mcdonald's becomes a magnet it's like a magnet store at a mall yeah it, it attracts the little businesses that cannot attract that kind because it's McDonald's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's the 800 pound gorilla. Yes. It's, yep. it's kind of the same. I would think it's pretty close to the same thing that happens with Home Depot, you know, in Lowe's. Yeah. They, they, what they're usually what less than less than a mile away from each other. Yeah. In a lot of places they're within two blocks of each other. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. My friend, we're running out of time. Is, oh no. Uh, but we haven't yeah. even talked about low trust societies. <laughs> no, well, I, I listen to it on very, the board. Put it on the very board. interesting theory by this guy who's saying that one of the things that they're, the the deep state is doing is trying to turn us into a low trust society, just like China and all these other low trust societies. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's that that's. It's probably so true. The, so what's the end game for a low trust society? What's 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 the benefit? Uh, what's the benefit for us to become a low trust society? Mm -hmm. Well, that we that we just then we're continuously fighting amongst ourselves, right? Uh, I so I it's think like, it, what, what did you think it was? I, so I would think is is not that we're not that we don't we obviously don't trust each other. We don't anyway. Yeah, but it it erodes into your institutional trust too. Yeah. Which is kind of what they're doing with FBI. And we didn't trust CIA anyway. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see is, you know, because a lot of these Congress people that were out there spouting this whole thing, Russia, 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 
is they're all liars, every single one of them, and they're blatant liars. Well, you know they're and, all liars anyway. Well, I, Come know, on. I know they're politicians, but <laughs> the blatancy is how are they going to regain their um, their credibility? Yeah, it's going to be they're going to go through the wilderness like Nixon did for what twenty years yeah. before he came out in uh, what? Yeah, that's about right. He came out in the nineties. Yeah, that would have been twenty years after. Um, after Watergate, yeah, to to kind of reemerge as an elder state, statesman, yeah, and maybe that's their long game. In twenty years, we'll pay attention to them again. I don't know. I don't but know. I, 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 let's go into this in more detail. I, I got to find the stuff about it, but there there was a master plan behind behind doing this. And I'm thinking, if you look at well, I mean, look at what's happening to our society. I mean, we used to we used to trust each other more. We used to be more generous to each other. Now we're turning into a bunch of mean, nasty people who will backstab each other and steal yeah. each other's newspapers and stuff like that. Like, why do something like that? These are it's like China and these other kind of societies where you know there's very this low is, trust. This is where when the they came after altruism, that there was no altruism. It's yeah. all self-interest. Yeah. And I think I think uh, what was his name? He did a book way back in the seventies, looking out for number one. Mm-hmm. Remember that book? Yeah, yeah. Something Ringer, I think. I read it. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but that was forty years ago, more than forty years ago. So, okay, I will. Right, I will sir. put it on the board and send me stuff on Telegram and start thinking about or uh, looking at your calendar and see what will happen. Okay, sounds okay. good. Thank you, sir. Talk to you later. Yeah, Bye, have Chris. A good one. Bye. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.